Warning, content not suitable for children. Listener discretion advised, yo. Screaming Chewy Show, your source of entertainment and overall fuckery. And it starts now. Everyone, welcome back to another exciting episode of Screaming Chewy Show. I'd like to welcome a special guest, Jeff Dwoskin. How you doing, Jeff? Great. Good to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks excited. for coming on, man. I'm excited as well. This is going to be amazing. Everyone's be- in for a treat. <laughs> I love it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so, Jeff, tell me about yourself, man. What do you do, man? What do I do? Uh, I'm a comedian. So I do a lot of social media stuff and I run a podcast and then uh, try and juggle all those things. Then I'm married, have kids, all that kind of stuff too. So all those, we can break any one of those down as much as you want. Uh, on a day-to-day basis, I spend a lot of time on Twitter and I have a company or two called Hashtag Roundup and Hashtag Stampede. And we do a lot of uh, uh, Twitter games on, on Twitter. So a lot of times when you see a fun trending hashtag, it's likely that it started from hashtag roundup. And, you know, so that's, that's kind of what I do. I've been spending, I spend a lot of time on social and then I try to leverage that for my podcast and all that kind of good stuff as well. You know, man, you know, I've had Twitter for about a year and I still find it confusing. (laughs) Twitter and Twitter can be a little daunting. So that, that's why we, I sort of started like this hashtag roundup. Cause as a, as a comedian, I wanted to spend more time on, on Twitter, not Facebook. Cause Facebook, you're kind of just talking to your, your friends and family. And so the extent of that is, is somewhat limited. So I realized on Twitter, there was these things called hashtag games and it's basically like a premise and it gives you something to be able to tweet to. And like, I just ran a game, I run a game uh, called Fake Facts every Sunday. So this one that just ended, uh, did it just before we're taping, is, was called Fake Muppet Facts. So it <laughs> just, just encourages people just to make up anything they want about the Muppets. <laughs> it's like, you don't have to know anything about the topic because it's supposed to be fake. And so, you know, it's just, it's just a kind of a fun uh, 60, 90 minutes where people just kind of tweet you know, just funny made up stuff and they can apply and mash up different concepts. Some people get political, some people go nostalgic, you know, it's, it's just a bunch of a funny ridiculousness. Um, it's kind of, it's interesting in the sense that like we have to now be careful with some of the topics that we do because Twitter flags 
certain things like, you know, if we did fake voting facts, you know, <laughs> that would get flagged by Twitter now in a much different way than in the past. Because it would be, be so awesome, you know, though. <laughs> yeah, now it'd be seen as uh, trying to subvert voters. So, you know, few limitations like that, but not too many. So that's that's what we do. And we run 70, 80 of these games in a given week and it's a lot of fun and then we built a, an app i'm a kind of a tech guy so i, I oh nice an app and so you know it sends a notification to your phone anytime one of the games starts so you don't have to feel like you're missing out on it so that's fucking <laughs> that, awesome that, and what is the app called it's called hashtag roundup oh okay i definitely got to download that that sounds so much fun and i wish i would have known so i could jump in the muppets game because i got a muppets fact Uh, you can you can jump in right after the show. It's so they still go. They kind of have like uh, a long life. So <laughs> do, do you know what a? It's like a, like a. Okay, you remember that movie Waiting? How how they did Which, like balls games, like the goat and the bat. They would like stretch their balls and call it the bat wing or something. <laughs> there's one. There's one called the Gonzo. Are you familiar with the, the Muppet Gonzo? I'm familiar with Gonzo, yes. So you, you flip your balls over your penis and you call it a Gonzo because the balls are like the eyeballs and the penis is the big nose. <laughs> I appreciate the, not only the visual, but explaining the visual as well. Thank you. <laughs> I don't know if Twitter might censor that or I don't know, but th that's a Gonzo. That's a Muppet fact right there. Or fake Muppet <laughs> fact. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's good stuff. So uh, tell me about your podcast, man. All right. Well, my podcast, it's called The Jeff Dwoskin Show. And orig originally, I was going to do a podcast like a few years ago, 2017 to be exact, because I have the receipts. And so I bought <laughs> the mixer and I bought everything and I set it up on my desk And I had it all ready to go. And I had like an intro made and an outro, you know, like a real pro a professional one made. And it was going to be about social media because I was, you know, I figured, all right, I'll take this Twitter thing and I'll just kind of expand it. And I'll just, I'll do a social media podcast, tips, tricks, you know, how to go viral, all that kind of good stuff. So I had a logo, everything. So the name of the podcast was going to be Viral Intentions. And so, you know, it was kind of a play in the movie, Cruel Intentions, but then viral, kind of like how tweets and things can go viral on social media. So flash forward uh, about three years now, in between that time, my wife had made me put everything in a box. <laughs> and, and then I had to like pull it all out. And like I, I, couldn't, I, I couldn't plug it all together. I, I, I didn't know what to do. <laughs> So like, it was a big so it's like one big mess of wires and things. I had a friend come in from Chicago. He kind of set it up, uh, Nate Armbruster. And he comes in, he sets it all up for me, and I'm ready to go. And so I, now it's now um, March, mid-March 2020. And so I'm, about, I'm ready. I got time. We're all home. And then all of a sudden I realized, you know what? March 2020, not the best time to start a podcast called Viral Intentions. You know what I mean? <laughs> Oops. So, you know, so I talked to my brother. He runs a bunch of podcasts himself. And he's like, just name it the Jeff Dwoskin show. So I named it that. And then, so it, that way I, I'd have more flexibility too on the topics and things that I cover. 
Plus, also, I realize that then people, friends, family realize it's mine versus if it's a different name. They just think, oh, that's just something he's doing. I don't have to, I don't have to listen to that. It's, <laughs> it's just, he's just being paid to be the host. But now, because <laughs> everyone thinks you don't do things for free. But so anyway, so I named it the Jeff Dewaskin Show so I could kind of cover all the different things that I wanted to talk about. So, you know, which is social media, but also comedy and then also entertainment, you know, that kind of thing. So it's sort of a combination of all those things. And as a stand-up comic for 18 years, and then COVID kind of shut all that down, it just sort of became my outlet for kind of just doing some bits, not like stand-up comedy, but just, you know, kind of doing some shtick and then having some fun interviews with people and then kind of showcasing the hashtag roundup stuff as well, reading people's tweets on the show and kind of working people in from social media into the show and making them a part of it as well. So that's, that's kind of where I started. And I, and then I, I was, I don't think I was originally going to do interviews. And then after I did the first episode, I'm like, Oh geez, you know, to fill the time, it's probably easier to get an interview. So I started, I started interviewing, um, you know, just a combination of people and, uh, uh, Steve Joyner helped out with that as well. And then some people that I, uh, new as well, just from the comedy world. So like I reached out to Jackie, the joke man, Martling. He was on the Howard Stern show for 18 years and I had worked with him and I have Bobby Collins coming up. I've worked with him in the past. And and then just some of the cool people uh, that Steve introduced me to, like Bruce Valanche or Larry Hankin and, you know, Carl Gottlieb, stuff like that. And so those those are very uh, popular ones as well. And I remember originally I was, I was going to keep the podcast real short. It's going to be like, I think 15, 20 minutes is the perfect length. And then I was talking to Larry Hank on the phone. He's like, so Jeff, how long is your podcast? And I'm like, uh, you know, 15, 20 minutes. He goes, oh, I think we're going to go longer than that. And I'm like, <laughs> all right. <laughs> okay. So He's such Larry, a cool dude, man. Oh, Larry Hank was the best. And uh, Larry Hank just, so everyone knows, that's, you know, Mr. Heckles on Friends. And he was in Breaking Bad. And and a million, he was on Seinfeld, a million things. He's been in a million things. Real cool dude. And, and so that went, I think, 90 minutes. And I think, I think it could have gone another 90 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, it's a great episode. And it's, you know, tons of great stories. And he remembers all the details. And so it's like, it's really, it's a lot of, it was a lot of fun talking to him. And the cool thing, my wife is a huge Friends fan. So it was like, really kind of cool for her that I was talking. She just loved the fact that I was talking to Mr. Heckles from Friends, right? And she just couldn't get over it. And he was so cool. After the interview, he called me and I got my wife on the phone and she got like starstruck. And it was really, he was so cool. He was so cool. <laughs> it was like, he talked to her for a minute or two. And then, uh, yeah, that was it. So that was cool. You know, one for the books, one for the books. I find that doing a podcast helps you connect with people that wouldn't otherwise be interested in reconnecting with you. <laughs> you're like, Hey, uh, Hey guy, I haven't talked to you in 10 years. Would you like to be a guest on my podcast? <laughs> oh, you have a, oh, you have a podcast. That's, that's a really great. I would love to be on your podcast. Cause now it's like win-win. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, you know, otherwise it'd be kind of, you know, you just don't randomly call someone you haven't really connected with in 10 years that you only knew at that moment anyway. But the podcast kind of helps that as well. So, you know, so I've had, I've been able to do that and that's fun. And 
you know, it's cool. So I have like uh, people that used to be stars. I have people like Craig Shoemaker and Bobby Collins coming up and Jackie the Joke Man who are comedians. And then I talk to a guy, a brand manager from Reddit. Well, that, that'll be an upcoming one. And we just talk about Reddit. I talked about to someone who is a master person on, on Pinterest, you know, talking about Pinterest. So it's like kind of like just balancing out my friend Dan Zare from Coffee with Kenobi, another great podcast. And he's a Star Wars expert. So we had a couple episodes where we talk Star Wars. And then I have one where I bring on a couple of friends where we just, we shoot the shit. We call it crossing the streams. <laughs> and it's just, we, <laughs> I like that. We, we just, it's like a, a reoccurring segment that we just talk about shows that we're watching, you know, that you can stream, you know, and like, and make recommendations to people and stuff like that. So, you know, that's, that's what it's turned into. I, what I didn't realize a podcast was, was, just begging people to listen. <laughs> it's like, the, if I knew the easy part was actually making the podcast, I would have started years ago. The hard part of a podcast is actually all the promotion you have to do to make people know you have a podcast. That's mm-hmm. the part that just takes forever. You got to market you, the shit out of it. Out of it. And then you realize friends and family don't care. <laughs> you know, <it's> like, yeah. <laughs> I always like to say something about my wife on a podcast. I'm like, don't worry. She's never going to listen. <laughs> it's not because it's your podcast. I can say it on mine. She wouldn't listen either. <laughs> I mean, it's like, but uh, I mean, the Larry Hankin one, she listened to that one because she was a big fan. But like, you know, but even that, because it was 90 minutes, that took a week for her to get some <laughs> I'm finding that people with podcasts kind of like um, I started a web development company in the late 90s. And what I find with podcasts, podcasts is kind of like that. Like there's people that know what a podcast is and how to listen to podcasts. And then there's just people that have no idea how to listen to podcasts because mm-hmm. you got to have the app usually and you, you want to you know pick an app, you know, Amazon Music now. Are you, are you on that now? I just got on that. And like, and so it's like, you have to like educate people on podcasts too. There's, there's tons of people listen, but there's also tons of people that are like, I don't even know what to do. You know? Yeah, they're like, how do I listen to it? Where do I go? And I'm like, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, whatever, <laughs> pick one. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And then you like, you, you cause them to go crazy by saying, oh, I'm in one of these 10 things. And then you're like, oh, that's too confusing. So I just started saying Apple. Like, oh, or whatever. I'll just tell them one thing, Apple Podcasts. <laughs> they're like, it's probably already on your phone. Oh, I have an Android. Try Spotify then. Try Spotify. Those are the two that seem to be, I think Amazon Music now will be one of the bigger ones. But um, but yeah, either way, it doesn't matter where they listen, right? It's just yep. as long as they listen. That, that's why I started <laughs> like, putting them on YouTube because I find myself when I tell, when they're like, where do I listen? I'm like, you know, go to Spotify, Apple, you know, Google Podcasts. And I name all these things and they look at me with a face like, like, yeah, I'm never going to fucking listen to it. So I'll be like, or check it on YouTube. And they're like, oh, okay. And then they'll find it on YouTube because <laughs> they don't have to download another app or something. <laughs> Mine's just audio. It pushes to YouTube, but I don't encourage people to go there just because there's no visual element to it. But yeah, but I mean, I had a friend, the first couple I put on YouTube, I manually put up. And so my friend was, this is how like uh, crazy I am with this. So like my friend, uh, I was DMing with him and he's like, oh, I'm listening to your podcast. I'm listening to the premiere episode of your podcast on YouTube. I'm like, oh, because I uploaded that manually, which means it won't count on my 
you know, my number, <laughs> the, the, the download number, because it was manually put up, not calling from the original file. And so oh. I'm like, you know, so I'm like, all right, we'll get to the, uh, but I fix that like on episode three or something. <laughs> like I, didn't, I didn't know you could do that. So when they click on YouTube, they'll give you like a listen on your audio podcast, not on YouTube. Well, actually, and now that you say that, I probably should check. I assumed it pushes to YouTube and I'm hoping, cause like I use Libsyn, so it just automatically posts it to YouTube for me. So uh -oh. I guess I'm making an assumption that that file is, now here's the good news. No one listens to me on YouTube, so I really shouldn't worry. <laughs> but it works <laughs> other than, out. Other than the one guy I just told you about, there's nobody listening to me on YouTube. So that's good. Oh, you know what I tried today? I tried, um, Periscope. I forgot Periscope even existed. And I went, I live streamed for a minute on Periscope just to try and <laughs> see what that would do, just because I hadn't done it in a while. But uh, that was, that was, you know, I, I, guess. I, I, I downloaded the app, but I, I hardly used it. Um, my friend told me about it. And then he stopped using it. I'm like, why'd you stop using Periscope? Because he, he would go live a lot. And he's like, oh, there's a whole bunch of gay dudes. I'm like, what the fuck? That's why you stopped using it? <laughs> I don't know about that. It used to be uh, pretty, pretty popular, I think. And then you just don't even hear about it anymore. It's like owned by Twitter. So I'm verified oh. on I'm verified on Twitter. So I'm verified on Periscope. And so I, I was excited about that. No. But... That doesn't really get me anywhere, but we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. I've been using Reels now. I try that. Instagram Reels. That's fun. All the social medias, folks. Yeah, so social. just plugging it everywhere, huh? Yeah. Yeah. I just redid my website, jeffisfunny.com. It was my comedy website. This, that gets, it's a little easier than Jeff Dwoskin show because no one knows how to spell Dwoskin, D-W-O-S-K-I-N. But jeffisfunny.com. I just updated that, made it a nice website. You can get to all the episodes there too. But it was my old comedy site. So it was, it was hard for me to take that down just because uh, <laughs> yep. but I, had no, I hadn't updated it in so long. It was just more nostalgic, but I had, to, I had to take it down. I recreated some of the pages and just didn't publish them. But, but yeah, I mean, so you know, that's, a, that's the fun thing about your podcast, my podcast, any podcast. You can, if anyone listening, you know, you go and you can just kind of rabbit hole right into it and listen. So, you know, that's, that's the fun thing about people catching on later. And that's how I always felt about it. It was like, if there was a lot there, then they could cherry pick what they were going to listen to and kind of pick people. And then as they kind of liked it, hopefully then they go to the ones that they wouldn't necessarily listen to, but are fun interviews, you know, like there's, you know, a cool guy named Dwight Turner I interviewed who he's an actor. He was in Chicago fire and some of these other, and other cool stuff. You know, they all have these great stories. They're fun. You know, so it's fun to hear like, and then I hope one day they become famous and then I'll have this interview with someone before they were famous. Nice. I, found as a, I found as a comedian, that's always the, uh, um, that's always like the best thing when you work with someone and then later they become famous. <laughs> it's, it's much easier to, be, to have that photo before they become famous, you know? Mm -hmm. So, so that's totally cool. That's totally cool. You'd be like, I knew him before he was famous. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So. Awesome, yeah. man. So tell me about what, what got you into comedy? Did you always love just making people laugh? I did. I, you know, I would be like the guy, for some reason, I always had this thing 
I mean, at least I think I had this thing. We're like <laughs> in my head. The where like I could make fun of things or get away with saying things at work and stuff like that that other people couldn't because I just knew how to even before I was a professional comedian, like kind of just deliver things in a way where it was it was clearly like a joke, but I was able to satire things that were happening and say things that other people wouldn't say in a way that just made people laugh. So when they laughed, it disarmed them and all that kind of stuff. So I would do, you know, when a company has the meeting and everyone's at the meeting, like, you know, all hands calls and stuff like that. And then I would present and I always, I never felt comfortable just presenting. I always had to be funny or do something funny. I enjoyed early on, even before doing stand up or getting on stage as a comedian, making people laugh. And I did that at work. And one day I had a web company in the late nineties and one of the websites that I did was Mark Ridley's comedy castle and they had comedy classes. And so one of the things you could do is you sign up and you take a class and it ends with you doing a show on stage. So at some point, everyone, everyone at work, I worked at um, quest communications and I worked there and they're like, oh, you need to do stand-up comedy. You need to do this. So I went and I took like uh, this, I don't know, maybe it was an eight-week course, you know, once a week, every Saturday or something. And, and you basically just wrote jokes. I don't think you can learn to be funny, but you can learn the structure of how to be on stage. You know, <laughs> I remember like uh, working in Canada once and they're like, you're so American, set up punchlines, set up punchline. <laughs> I'm like, what else is there? <laughs> I don't know. But anyway, so there's, uh, you look, you, you would work on material and then you'd, you perform it in front of, you know, like 10 people and then uh, you get critiques and the teacher would give you advice and stuff like that. And, and you just work on it. And then at the end of that, you did a show. And when I did the show, it was like eight minutes and I killed. That's a good thing. And nice. so, you know, and it's just, it was, it's like a drug. I mean, that was like 18 years ago and you just, nobody ever quits comedy. You never meet a comedian and go, Oh, he used to be a comedian. Somehow you always stay in it. I more tried to, once COVID kind of shut everything down, I kind of moved to, this and doing a podcast and just kind of saying all right i'm just going to be a supporter i just can't do the club thing anymore it's like i don't even want to go to clubs anymore they're starting to open up and stuff like that but it's like frankly those are you know those are the most high risk areas anywhere you go where it's inside Mm -hmm. and stuff like that so most people are doing zoom comedy stuff not into that (laughs) (laughs) it's hard enough making people laugh when they're in the room but when you can't hear them is so that's that's not my thing, but yeah. So I did comedy for like 18 years. I mean, in the beginning for many, 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 many years, it's all, you know, I would do it five, six times a day, five, six times, a day, five, six times a week. And in Michigan, that was a lot. I and mean, we, we were fortunate back then to have a lot of clubs. It's not like New York where there's probably 50 clubs and you could do it five or six times a day, but I did it a lot in Michigan and it was it kind of took precedent over everything. I mean, I, family events, dinners, anything. I would skip, I'd leave and go do a set. And then then eventually, you know, you you just kind of work your way up, you know, it's when then you're emceeing and then you start to feature, that's the middle act. And then, you know, I I started headlining towards the end, which was a blast. It was a lot of fun. The problem is when you're headlining, then you don't work the clubs 
as often. That's why I kind of put it off. When you're a feature or an MC, you can work at the same club four times a year. If you're a headliner, you're there maybe once every year, you know, depending on the rotation schedules. So, and I didn't want to tour too much. I didn't go much outside of Michigan, Ohio, and some Windsor, Canada, which is for those of you without a map, right near Detroit. <laughs> not that impressive. Another country, but not not that far. And for us. And so, you know, I just kind of did that. And then once, you know, again, like once COVID did, I kind of dug out this podcast thing and just started doing that and you know, just having fun with that. And so I've been able to meet, you know, a lot of cool people like yourself and, you know, just having fun with it. But I mean, I'll always miss comedy. And if I, and if I ever have the chance and when things do clear up, I, you know, I'll definitely try to get back on stage because there's really nothing like it. There's nothing like being on stage and making people laugh. You know, I always think like when people get on stage and they just do their PowerPoint presentations and no one has to react, they just have to nod and listen and pretend that they're not falling asleep. <laughs> it's so much easier. You know what I mean? To make someone yeah. laugh so hard and people don't understand. I got a good idea. I might get hungry later, baby. Hold this hot dog for me. <laughs> That's what it feels like when you're broke down. Oh, yeah. See, this is why when I transport weed, I only carry one gram on me, but I carry it in a, like an 800 pound safe. We are Happy Hour News Team. Follow us. We love Florida, man. They say they go damaged. Damaged. They go damaged good. Damaged good. Oh, so we talk cars. Shooby dooby doo. Am No. If you don't, if you don't know where you're at, oh, I know where I'm at. Oh, but you just said, where am I? Well, I was trying to like. Sit with myself. <laughs> I didn't even think about it. Where Fuck, there's a microphone. <laughs> I think you've had too much drink, buddy. We are happy our news team. We are happy our news You can't. We are Happy Hour News Team. Follow us. Okay, so let's uh, let's get back around to to our regular regularly scheduled bullshit. <laughs> hey, so I'm sure you've noticed I've been getting a lot more celebrity guests on my show, and this is all thanks to Steve Joyner. He's a publicist. And man, this guy takes his work seriously. He does not fuck around. And this guy is keeping me busy, yo. He, yeah, I'm just getting so many celebrity guests. Thank you so much, Steve Joyner. And um, if you yourself are an actor, director, producer, and you are looking for a uh, publicist, 
do not hesitate to contact Steve Wright. He is a really cool guy. You'll love him, okay? His phone number is 816-605-4561. Or if you would like to email him, it's uh, all one word. Starts with a capital S. And it's stevesjnetwork at gmail.com. So again, starts with a capital S. And then it's T-E-V-E-S-J-N-E-T-W-O-R-K at gmail.com. Tell him Screamy Chewy sent you. You will not be disappointed. And uh, yeah, so big shout out to you, Steve. Thanks again, bro. Peace. Hey, 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 hey. Hold on. Don't leave just yet. There's more podcasts to listen to. Like Monster Legend Podcast. The weekly podcast about cryptids and folklore around the world me tanner davidson each week we'll go to a different place talk about all the monsters all the scary folklore all the ufos and aliens conspiracy theories all that stuff happening every monday at 12 p.m on every podcasting platform i could possibly think of of submitting my podcast to so listen and tell your friends about it and enjoy this episode of this podcast thank you how hard it is and how much you're putting yourself at not a risk, but I mean, just putting yourself out there, you know, to be, and I've had bad times. Everyone has anyone who's done comedy, <laughs> you know, you you sit there and nobody's laughing, you know, and you know, your timing might be off. Anything might, it might be happening, but you know, that's a bad situation and you just keep doing it. That's why you do comedy so often. The only way to get really, 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 really good is to just to keep doing it and the more time you have under your belt. So that was that was sort of my goal. So, you know, as then when I would work at other companies as a day job and I would present, you know, it was always like, don't go after Jeff. <laughs> don't present after Jeff. You know what I mean? Because it was like, because I would get up there and I would just say, I mean, like a court, like just an audience of people I work with who know me and already know them. And then I'm bringing a, an A game and like making them laugh in the the moment of like, where we work. I mean, I was just like, you know, fish in a barrel. It was like, it was great. It was the greatest times. I mean, we, some of the people I work with five, six years ago, we'll still talk about some of those things or things I got away with. Cause even like executives, I would like make fun of, you know, I could make fun of them in a fun way, <laughs> not disrespectful, but like, they'll still bring it up. They go, I can't believe you did that. And I was just like, but they're laughing. Everyone's laughing. It's just, you know, it's just, it brings a level to levity to the, to the meetings too, that you can't get elsewhere. So it's, I would always try and help people kind of yeah. work that into them, their own thing. But, you know, that's that. So they'll be like, don't roast Jeff. He'll roast the fuck out of you. <laughs> <laughs> well, somebody like, I remember this one time they're like, somebody would, would say something and, you know, they get a laugh and go, and then they'd kind of look at me and go, see Jeff, that's not that hard. And then I would literally repeat the exact same thing they just said and get a bigger laugh and go, <laughs> Nice try, <laughs> which is even better to do something they already just heard and still get them to laugh harder. You know, so it was like, but that was it. You know, that was fun. They, you know, it's, everyone, it was always good if they tried to, to be funny or something like that or like, but you know, just cause it made it more enjoyable for everyone. So that's cool. That's got to cool. laugh at work, right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So, and I move this. So, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so, so um, how long you been doing stand up again? Twenty years. Uh, 
just I think uh, oh just over eighteen years. Um, Damn man. Yeah, it was just before. I remember it was just before my youngest daughter was born, and I was like, I remember it was like a February show, and my daughter was supposed to be born like late March, April. And I'm like, do not go early. <laughs> do not go early. <laughs> I'm not missing this show. I'm not missing my debut. <laughs> <laughs> You're I'll be back. I'll be back. I'll be back. Yeah. Just don't push. Stop pushing. <laughs> right back. So, yeah. But yeah, it, it was fun. It was fun. It still is fun. But yeah, it's it's funny also just to, to be out in public and it's like, you know when you're with comedians because like the rhythms are different and like the the way they they joke everyone can be funny everyone can be funny you know but like i always see like a difference especially when you're with a comedian you can always tell by the way people are laughing there's a different kind of laugh from something that's funny and something that's really funny and like i can hear it most people and i think most comedians can hear it and they understand it but you know so it's fun it's it's fun when you're just out and like I'll make someone laugh at a restaurant or something. My wife will just always look at me because she thinks I'm crazy. And I'll just go, you know, (laughs) (laughs) they didn't know what it is. They didn't know they were dealing with a professional. (laughs) It's what I do. (laughs) It's what I do. You got that for free. (laughs) So, so. but yeah, you know, so that's fine. It's just, just try and have a good time and you know, that's it. That's it. How long have you been doing this show. How long has this show been going on? Um, in January, it's going to be two years. Nice. Nice. It's awesome. And, uh, yeah, you know, like you were saying, bro, you got to market the shit out of it. That's the toughest part, dude, just getting people to listen. I mean, the world's on fire right now, and I'll be like, hey, have you heard my podcast? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You know, it's uh, like a fucked up ass year like a lot of shit going on be like have, have you heard my podcast have you heard it <laughs> <laughs> that's what i'm doing on t- i feel like i'm just being annoying now it's like i'm like on on facebook i can post um you know something about people being idiots for not wearing masks or people for uh, wearing a mask for not covering their nose and i'll get 100 likes 100 likes right and then nice. i post then i'll post Hey, uh, I got this new episode of my podcast out. I'm talking to my good buddy. You know, we're talking Star Wars. Check it out. Nothing. <laughs> Crickets. It's like the same audience, right? Like, but then, but nothing, nothing. I started putting on LinkedIn. I started getting some, you know, reaction on LinkedIn too. You know, because I was like, All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try a different social media. You know, then on Instagram, you know, it's like. You never know. You don't even know it's working. I don't even know it's working. And then I always get this um, where you're looking and it's like you somebody, all of a sudden every episode has one listen next to it. And you're like, ah, oh, I got a new fan. Someone just binge watched. Right. <laughs> binge I mean, so, but yeah, I mean, so it's hard. It's, it, it's, it's hard to like get people to listen. And it's, um, I think once they do, it's cool, you know, and, I think it's harder now too, though, with podcasts because people aren't driving as much. I say between March and July, I filled up my tank once. I mean, that's how much I wasn't driving. It was Damn. Crazy. And well, once I went, you, you know, you stop commuting, stop going places, and it's like, you know, 
But I think, but I think that that's a lot of time when people would listen as well as like when they're driving. And so people aren't driving now as much anymore and, or they're, maybe they're starting to again. I think it's, you know, as things open up, but hopefully, uh, hopefully that'll, that'll be, but you know, I don't know if you got any secret tips, let me know, but you know, I'm hoping this show bumps me like, you know, hundreds of hundreds of thousands of people. <laughs> hey, we'll get there, bro. <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there. But yeah, so, so there's that, you know, so I do this, you know, the social media and then, you know, reaching out. I, it's funny, like, I don't know, I've only reached out to a few people that have said no to be on the podcast. Some people don't respond. And I don't take that as a no until they say no, but they'll be like, I'm kind of busy, dude. I'm kind of busy. I'm like, okay, sure, sure. I could probably do it in January. I'm like, all right, well, I can, I need people in January too. You know, it's like, right. I'll, I'll buzz you later. Yeah. A lot of people have been asking me to be on their podcast. I'm like, okay. <laughs> it's like, uh, you know, I did get one person I was like, I reached out to like just blind an author that I really liked. And I'm like, Hey, do you want to be on my podcast? And then she emails me back. Well, I guess if it's good enough for Bruce Valanche, <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> I'm like, Oh, that's cool. All right. So, you know, that's, that was that, but yeah. I find myself doing that. Like on Facebook, uh, I'll see, um, you know, you see articles and you'll check out the comments. <clears throat> like there's one, are you familiar with a slab city in California? No, no. So it's a part of California where that the land uh, used to be a military base in like World War II, but the government abandoned it. So there's no laws there. So people take their RVs, go over there, and it's like a no man's land. There's no electricity, no utilities. And there's like a town, I don't know how many miles over, there's like one store. And that's where they get their food and supplies. And there's like a faucet and they get their water from there. But so I seen on Facebook that somebody commented that they lived there for a year and I messaged them like, yo, do you want to be on my podcast? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's awesome. I, uh, my friend was in quarantine. He had to uh, fly, go, his uh, father unfortunately passed away. And so he had to um, go to Georgia, which was a hot state and then go back to New York. And so when you do that, you have to quarantine for 14 days and he stayed at one of the facilities that you could just go and stay. And so I interviewed him from there about, you know, what it was like to be in quarantine and all that kind of stuff. And that was, that was one of those that just kind of happened, you know, sometimes like you record an episode and it won't air for a while. And then he kind of told me that story and I'm like, Oh, let's, let's do that. Let's, let's, let's talk. And I'll get that out right now while it's still relevant while you're actually still there. <laughs> and, uh, and so that was cool. That was, that was an, uh, how to quarantine a guy in 14 days. And, and it's an interesting thing where he just talks about what it's like. And it was interesting because they're like in this hotel, they can't, people can't bring you food. It's like, it's very, it's very interesting, but you know, there's things like that. So yeah, when you can get an interesting topic, I always, I like to jump on that as well. A friend of mine, after I did the first crossing the streams episode, we were talking about stuff. He's, he added the executive producer of the show of the floor is lava, Anthony Carboni. And, and so all of a sudden we were in this Twitter back and forth and I'm like, Oh, do you want to be on my show? And so he's like, you know, he's the executive producer of that. He's done uh, the, the shows on encore on, on Disney plus and another show tough as nails on CBS. And so next thing I got, we're talking floor is lava, which is a game show on Netflix. And so we're, 
you know, so just, you know, I, that was an out of nowhere one, you know what I mean? Yeah, and, that's pretty cool. I like that so show, was, by the way. Yeah, it's a fun show. And so I, I kept teasing him. I kept teasing him like, oh, that's, that's my dream job is to be the, uh, the voiceover commentator. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> It seems like the greatest job ever for a comedian is to be able to just kind of do that voiceover. Like, oh, they're you know they're about to do this. Oh, that and some crazy you know horrible puns. <laughs> I've hinted a few times. So I'm wait. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. And then some new show shows up. Hey. Jeff Duaskin is going to be on that show, <laughs> narrating. The floor yeah. is lava, and some people yeah. biff it hard, man. <laughs> Yeah, they do. It's uh, if you want all the uh, behind the scenes scoops, check out that episode. It's called "The Show Is Lava." <laughs> That's my oh, favorite part. That's nice. my favorite part, by the way, of podcasting is coming up with a clever name for the title of the show. <laughs> Sometimes I like if I think of a clever name if I interview someone. Like I've got like fourteen interviews like in the can. And like, but if I think of a funny title, that fast tracks that interview. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it'll just come like, to you, right? Yeah, I just like, oh, because I don't do. There's other places I'll post it where it's just the Jeff Waskin show, you know, with Bruce Lynch. You know, I don't do the, I would don't do the clever names if it's somewhere else, but you know, because it doesn't have any context. But on my channel, I can do that. So that's that's fun. That's fun. So. It's almost like a little game itself, right? Just coming up with a name. Yeah, it is. And it's like, and sometimes like I'll, have, I'll listen into the, the podcast and like something in the podcast will just inspire it. <laughs> like, you know, like, and, and then you kind of name it. So it doesn't necessarily mean anything to anyone else, but you know, it does to me. And then it kind of is like just one little special piece to kind of put in, <laughs> you know, so but it's all good. It's all good. We gotta have fun. Gotta have fun while we're building our audience and making our way. You know, it's fun. Yeah, I learn little things all the time too, just in terms of how to make the sound better and do all different things, and you know, doing doing the best I can to kind of make it as good on someone's ears. I, I edit the hell out of my interviews. I like take away the ums and the ahs and the <laughs> as many as I can. I mean, leave a few in, but Damn, yeah, I try man. to. That's a lot I of try editing. To, well, I try to clean it up. I'm always impressed with people that don't do that as often as normal people do. But yeah, so I just I think it's easier in the playback just to kind of do it and it can tighten it up just a little bit. And it's just it's just me being insane. I know that. My brother thinks I'm crazy. He just he records his podcast and he does business podcast uh think big with john duoskin and he just puts on he just he doesn't he doesn't do that editing he just puts it out raw which is fine too and there's nothing wrong with it it's just i just i i, I need to be able to hear it back myself and it, it's easier to me to not um not do that like if i'm talking to someone and that that was me i made that noise on purpose but like and like their microphones hitting their thing <laughs> drives me crazy <laughs> Oh yeah, little things like little things like that, little things like that. And so, when when you recorded your first episode, and you heard your voice, you listened to the playback. Did did you like the sound of your own voice? So here's the interesting thing. The answer is I can listen to my own voice if I'm listening to it. 
I cannot listen to my voice if someone else is listening to it. Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah. So if, so if like my wife's in the other room playing my, the pot, my podcast, I said, can you please put on headphones? I can't, I can't hear myself through someone else. But when I'm listening to it, I can, I can listen to me. Okay. I can listen to me because it's just me. It's just mano y mano, Jeff Duwaskin and Jeff Duwaskin. <laughs> you know, plus I want to make sure at least the first time that, um, you know, when it's leveled and all that, they just, everything kind of sounds right. And I didn't say anything wrong. Every time I recorded, I'm like, did I say the right episode number? <laughs> like, stuff like that. And, but I don't, I don't really listen to it once I'm done. Once I publish it, I really don't listen to it again. So there could be things. And sometimes I'll edit out things. You know, if I go on a tangent, maybe I'll edit something out of an interview. So I don't necessarily even, sometimes I, I, at the beginning, I started to take notes, like what I actually talked about. And then now I don't, I don't know, which is kind of like how when I would go on stage, if I went on stage, I remember like once going on stage and then they said, do some jokes in between when you bring me up. And I had to write everything down and, and listen, because when I'm on stage and I step off stage, I, do, I barely have, other than how I felt while I was up there, any recollection of, of what actually just happened. Wow. You know what I mean, so, well, it's just because it's like, it's so in the moment and then you leave and then it's just, it just happened. I, I don't, if I had, if I, sometimes you'll listen back. That's why I would record every episode, every show I'd ever do, because sometimes you say things that you want to say again, but you can never remember it. And even if you think you do, you never remember exactly how you say something on stage. So it was always like, I'd have to like be very conscious of like, oh, you know, doing this other joke or things like that. And because yeah, you never, you just never know what's 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 what I actually did. It's like you're in this like, this hypnotic state, because you almost have to. You almost say, like you become a different person. My brother was always used to joke, you know, because there's like on stage Jeff, right? And like, <laughs> and then there's just me sitting in the living room, Jeff. And he's like, you know who I'd love to be friends with? On stage Jeff. <laughs> you know, what I mean, it's like you would say that all the time because it's like I'm, I'm different. It's like when you're on stage and you're working, and I try and do this on the podcast when I'm recording my pieces where I'm not overthinking everything and I can kind of let things flow. And after 18 years of being on stage, I know how to self-censor myself ahead of time to not get into a position where I may say something I don't actually want to say. And so, you know, with all that, and it kind of just comes out, you know, so it's, you know, it's, it's hard to, to repeat. So like when I'm, when I'm doing something and I'm like for a podcast I don't write down a script. I just write down an idea of what I want to talk about. You know, mm, this I do is the, the same stuff like, And so like I, one of my episodes, we were, I was at Mackinac Island and I watched the stone skipping contest. Right. So I wrote down a few things from it who won, you know, Mackinac Island, you know, the winner's names on a piece of paper. So I could just read those as I needed them. Cause I didn't, want to memorize that and then I just did it and if I messed it up I delete the whole thing and then I would just improv it again you know what I mean and then if they if I like that I just did it I just went with it right and it is what it is at that point and and so it's it's kind of like that but I, I don't I'd have to re-listen to it to even remember exactly what I said or did you know because <laughs> it's just I'm trying to make it as spot feel as spontaneous as possible while still maintaining, you know, if I screwed something up, I'm not gonna, 
I'm going to fix it. You know, I mean, that kind of thing. So just keep it natural. Yeah. So it's the same thing with like, it's, it's hard with the interview, especially when you're not in the same room with someone and you're talking and then you want to, you know, sometimes there could be like a weird delay. I've had one where there's a weird yeah. delay and you just don't know when, you know, you're like, so it, it can be hard with a little bit of the back and forth there. But I record the interviews differently, separately. So like, you know, I'll record my episode today that I will release um, the next Monday. And But I, I did the interview like a week ago, you know I mean? So then I, I do the beginning and then I drop in the interview and then I do an end. And then I, I just save it out as one as one file. Oh, okay. So, You're doing it in segments. Yeah. So I have like a bunch of the the middle segments, which is the interviews, which is the hardest part and the longest part. And then I'll go downstairs and just record kind of right into the show, um, the beginnings, you know, and and then play the interview, introduce the interview, put plop in the interview, and then go live again no not live but you know and then kind of just ad lib the the end of the show as well so that that's that's kind of that's kind of how i do it so that way i can i have all the interviews and i can kind of pace them out you know put a big name every now and then you know that kind of thing impress impress my friends whether or not they'll listen <laughs> nice. or not at least they'll be impressed <laughs> But sometimes they don't even know, you know, you go in different circles, you know, and they're like, you know, oh, uh, you know, they, you know, they don't know the names right off the top of the head, you know, like I, I, I love all the people that I've talked to, but, you know, and then, so they'll listen and then they'll kind of go, oh, I know, okay, I know that guy, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yep. And so I was like, yeah, yeah, very cool, very cool, so. It's exciting, man. Yeah. So, yeah, so I guess, I guess the uh, upshot is you all should be listening to the Jeff Dwoskin show. I mean, after you listen to this one, of course. Yeah. <laughs> Don't forget to <laughs> listen subscribe. to this podcast. Yeah. And then go subscribe to the Jeff Dwoskin show uh, on you know, any, on any major platform, you know, anything like that. So thank your, you. Thank you in your, advance. Or your no, website just, as well, right? Yeah, website is jeffisfunny.com. That's probably easier to remember and spell, jeffisfunny.com. <laughs> that'll, that'll get you to the links to your Apple and your Amazons and all that kind of stuff too. And you can play the, all of them from th that website as well. And then that's probably the best, best place to find me there or on Twitter at Jeff Dwoskin Show or my personal Twitter, which is Big Macher which is B-I-G-M-A-C-H-E-R. So nice. That's, that's my personal Twitter. I set it up so long ago. It was a nickname, Macher, which means big shot and uh, in Yiddish. And so when I set oh, up my Twitter, cool. that was, yeah, I know, right? And so like when I set it up, and then later got verified. Well, once you're verified, you can't change it. So it's like, can't change it to Jeff Dwoskin or something simple. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, I think the only thing harder than my actual name, a Yiddish word. <laughs> so here's a, hey, well, how could you make it this harder? How about a foreign word that no one knows? Um, but, <laughs> but yeah, so, but awesome, it means big man. shot. So it was like, you know. Hey, I like it, man. It's unique. Yes, that's it. It's unique. But that's I also have jeffisfunny.com. <laughs> jeffisfunny.com. Not unique. Not unique and easy to remember. Everyone, 
<laughs> or the Jeff Dwaskin show on all major platforms. Don't forget to subscribe, share, and uh, your YouTube as well. Don't go to YouTube. My okay. YouTube is it's dead. <laughs> it's there, but don't go. Don't go. <laughs> nice. You man. won't be. You won't be excited. <laughs> and uh, you release episodes weekly. Every Monday at noon. Yes. So. I like that consistency. I know, right? <laughs> Publishing feature. So. Awesome, man. And uh, any anything exciting coming up on your episodes? Any uh, celebrities or certain guests you got planned? Uh, I got Bobby Collins coming up. He's a big comedian. Scotty Schwartz, Carl Gottlieb. He wrote Jaws and The Jerk and a bunch of other cool stuff. Um, yeah. Nice. So. Yeah, so lots of, lot of, lot of fun stuff coming up. A lot of fun stuff. Yeah, man, I interviewed uh, Scotty Schwartz. He's a cool dude, man. He's pretty funny Real guy. cool dude. Yeah, it turns out he, uh, he used to spend a lot of time here in uh, the same city I, I, I live in. Wow. So, yeah, so his uncle lived here. And so when he was younger, and so we were talking about like the restaurants and all this stuff. It was, it was fun. I talked to yeah, I probably talked to him for like, longer not recording than we did actually recording <laughs> it's instant best friends right he was a good dude he was a good dude yeah really nice guy awesome really nice. man well hey thank you very much for coming on the show man and um looking forward for more episodes of your show i mean you're a pretty funny dude and uh, i love it man just keep up the good work thank you so much i can't thank you enough for having me on your show it was a blast real fun thank you so much Hell Thank yeah. You. Thanks again, bro. You have a good one. Thanks, bro. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>